What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. According to Yvonne, she's naturally manipulative and wants to control everything. Don't they all, <laughs> these women? It's the one and only Teresa. <laughs> Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? And I'm dare you, Yvonne. <laughs> yeah, don't get dare mad at you. me. Don't shoot the I messenger. Was gonna, I was going to get mad at you for a minute, but... I see what you're doing. I see. I see. Don't don't shoot the messenger. Yeah, I don't know what's going on over there because that's well, you just... know you know exactly what's going on over there. Those strong Eastern European men. Let me wear the pants. I'm gonna wear the pants over here. We're not sharing no pants. Yeah, they don't share the pants in Eastern Europe. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I think at least in Czech, I feel like your your parents have a nice balanced relationship. You know why? Because we're not in Eastern Europe. No, how I how, how quickly we're in I forget. Central of course, Europe. Of course, how quickly I forget. Capital, exactly. the capital of uh, pants sharing in Central Europe. Well, I wouldn't say that either, but <laughs> some people do share the pants, I guess. Yeah, I'm trying to think of your friends who are married, your family, everyone. I'm not going to name names. There's definitely some who I'm like, oh yeah, he's the boss, Tony Danza. But yeah. Okay. All right. I, th- I think it's cultural, if you will. Okay. Yeah. I, c- I think you might be right. Guys, before we dive in and we discuss all these uh, characters, right? Mm-hmm. Happy New Year. Because this is the first 90-day OG of the year. That's right. What, what were you doing to us, TLC? You're giving us too much time off. Too much time off. We actually needed it. You actually needed it. Full disclosure, I was sick and I lost my voice. So even if it was on, I don't know how we could podcast. Your voice came back literally hours before we had to record the single life. Yeah, that was the first day that I felt like kind of a human being again. Mm hmm. But it worked out. But at the same time, I love watching these shows and I missed watching. I feel like I haven't watched the OG in years. Yeah, we didn't really watch any reality TV over break. No, we took a break. We took a break. We took a break. We took a break. Now we're back. Strong. Better than ever. Stronger than ever. Our voices are rested. Yes, 2024. That's the year. (laughs) (laughs) That's the year. I'm glad you remembered. It's so easy to forget what year it is. The first first week you're writing down the wrong date. You feel like an idiot. I feel like post-COVID, everyone kind of forget. I think we went from 2019 to 2022. It kind of does still feel like 2020. Right? COVID was like, once you hit 21, I feel like you stop counting how old you are. COVID was like, yeah, 2020. And then the world stopped and it never picked up again. So we're just living in 2020. But no, 2024. 2024. Here we go. Here we go. Let's start the new year. (laughs) Strong. I thought the single life premiere was strong. I thought maths was strong this past week. The single life is absolutely amazing i'm so happy it's back i love everyone on it and guys if you don't or if you haven't watched it yet please do it because it's freaking amazing yes so we won't talk about the single life on this if you want to hear that 
come on over to Patreon and Supercast. But we'll Ooh. talk about episode 12 of 90 Day OG in a second. Before we do, real quick, a little business. As we mentioned, this single life is on Patreon. It's on Supercast. Come on over there at the Cousins Club and Family Affair level if you want that coverage. We're having a good time. We've only done one episode so far, of course, but so far, so great. So far, so amazing. So if you want to hear our thoughts and chat along, Patreon's got the chat feature. We have a nice little community going over there. So coming over to the Patreon or if Supercast is more your speed, check it out over there. MarriedThreeReality.Supercast.com or Patreon.com slash MarriedThreeReality. Also join us on Instagram at MarriedThreeRealityPod. We post memes once in a while. We share news, updates, and most fun. That's where you guys call in. Yes, and we love it. I love chatting with you guys. On Instagram, on the Patreon, wherever you want to chat with me, I love that. And as John said, Patreon has the fun chat, Mm -hmm. which I really enjoy. But hey, if you want to chat with me, just shoot me a message. And a lot of you guys do, and I love it. So thank you. Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Also, make sure you're just following the podcast wherever you're listening. So no matter what we drop, when we drop it, if it's on the free feed, it'll come right to your device. It's so easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot as citrus Indonesian meal. Because she said it's so hot. So hot. Sam can't take it. So if you can't stand the heat. That's how she punishes him. I like it. I like it. I like spicy food. So I like it. I like it. All right. Smash it because as hot as that dish. And last but not least, something that we love, something that's super hot is the reviews you guys send in. If you haven't left a review, please do. If you leave a five-star review and you write something, we'll read it on this podcast right here. Correct. You have one. Of course I do, Teresa. Okay, let's hear this because this this is important. This oh. is the first review of 2024. All right. This is, this is going to set us up for the year. All right. It better be good or I'm going to be sad. All right, Shay Shay. <laughs> no pressure, but this one comes to us from our friend Shay Shay E. Hello, Shay Shay E. Five stars. Love it. Titled, So Fun. So far, so good. (laughs) Shay Shay writes, listening to you, Teresa, and John is akin to eating your favorite comfort food. I love that. Keep up the great entertainment. Thank you both, Shay Shay E. This is a great review. It's a fantastic review. Kick of the year. uh, I love it. I love comfort food in particular. What's your favorite comfort food? Mm, Pizza. Is com- it pizza? Pretty comfortable for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, a burger is always mm, nice. And- yeah. I'm not like, and I know we're in the South, but I'm not like a heavy macaroni and cheese kind no, of comfort No, I don't like that guy. either. I like chili. That's kind of maybe comforty. I'm not a sweets guy. I know a lot me of people neither. go sweet for comfort food, but I would say like burgers or pizza. Mine is either a very good burrito. Okay. A very good burrito or Chinese food, like Ooh. noodles, udon, udon noodles. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. I love that. All right. And of course, pasta. Of course. That, True. But like a, I like fancy pastas. I'm, I'm a little, when I do I, pasta, I want it to be fancy. Okay. When I think comfort food, I don't think fancy. I think Ooh, oh. simple. Okay, so I think I have to stick but to that's me. burrito or udon noodles. But that's, but that's me. You, you're comforted by what you're comforted by. So, 
And and Shay Shay is comforted by us. So thank you, Shay Shay. What a beautiful review. Beautiful. Great way to start the new year. If you haven't left a review, please do. And we'll read it on this podcast. Yeah. January. Guys, January is the Monday of the year. Yeah, boy, she's still trying to make that a thing. I am. I am. So if you want to make our Monday better, just yeah. shoot us, uh, leave us a review. Leave us a review. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Shay Shay. Thank you, everyone who's left a review. That's the business. What do you say before we talk about the episode, we do a little 90 day, by the way. Better be good. I think these are pretty good. I helped you with some. Did I you? didn't listen to any of them. <gasps> okay. Well, here's the thing. We were basically off for two weeks. Mm-hmm. So a lot happened. True. And I'm having to pick and choose. Mm. These I, I find interesting. So right. I'm leading with them. But then next week, maybe we'll go back and and we'll pull a couple others out. All that that happened. All right. All right. By the way, <laughs> number one, it's the Panka. Yes. She teased a big announcement for a few weeks, and we finally got the announcement. I think we need to also mention Stepanka, aka Stephanie. Stephanie, from, Stephanie, and Erica. Yeah. Uh, from, she's well, Czech. Was it the other way? No, it was, was before. Ever, it was before. Yeah, I don't think she was ever was moving B90. to Australia. Yes. So Stepanka, Stephanie. Um, Notably known for farting in jars and selling them. Yes. That's Stepanka. She teased a big announcement, and now she finally came out with that announcement. All right. What is it? She wrote a book. She did? She wrote a book, Teresa. Oh, that's what I'm also (laughs) thinking of doing one day. The book is titled Empty Blood, My Epic Journey from Battling a Blood Disorder to Selling Farts in Jars. All right. Okay. All right. Is it a New York Times bestseller yet? Uh, uh, not yet. <laughs> it seems like everything is, though, so. I wish he told me. Uh, we, Your dad had a birthday and, and we bought him a book. <laughs> it was a New York Times bestseller, but we could have bought him this. I don't think he's interested in this. But <laughs> the comments underneath this announcement post were amazing. And I just want to read one or two. Mm-hmm. One comment. Is this a scratch and sniff book? Ooh, okay. Funny. Mm-hmm. Farts. Kind of. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and then people that buy farts don't read books. That's a good one. That's probably also <laughs> accurate. So if you didn't buy a jar of farts and you have a little cash lying around and you want to buy this book, it's on Amazon. $21 for the paperback. Ooh, for a paperback? For the paperback. Come on. That, that's an overkill. It's no one's going to buy that. It's also available Kindle edition if you'd like. Okay. It has a 3.7 rating. Hardcover, no. Not yet, mm. but stay tuned. <laughs> 3.7 stars. One of the reviews was kind of interesting because she's been using 90 Day to promote it in a way. Say, oh, I'm going to talk about my time on 90 Day as well as my disorder and all this, right? So this review says she doesn't even address 90 Day until the very end of the book and then just says she can't say anything because of contracts. Uh, so if you're interested in this book because you think you're going to get all the tea on 90 Day, you're probably not going to. Interesting. But if it's your New Year's resolution to read more, here you go. Maybe I should write the book. Mine would be called Straight of the Boat. It would be the journey <laughs> of me... Learning English and becoming a podcaster, uh-huh. among other many other things that I've done in my life. Oh, well, put me down for a pre-order. I'll take two. <laughs> You're gonna be the one who's gonna help me write it. No, I'm probably gonna end up having to write it, <laughs> proofread it, edit it. Definitely proofread it. Yeah. 
one day, one day I'll I'll come up with a book. All right. Okay. Stay tuned for that, friends. All right. Number two, keeping with entrepreneur, the segment, we all remember Pow. Yes. Russ and Pow. She, she tried her hand at a few business ventures, most notably professional wrestling. Now she's on to something new. What is it? She just created and launched a fitness app. Oh, okay. Good timing for the launch. Timed with the new year. People looking to get fit. Good timing. Yeah. January is like... The Monday a, of the year. The Monday of the year, yeah. But it's also a no, no go to the gym because gyms are ridiculously full. That's true. With all the New Year resolutioners. Very true. So wait, if you want to yeah, stay wait home. Yeah, February. But yeah. If you want to stay home and work out, you can download this app. It's in the App Store, Google Play, Apple App Store. It's called Super Pow Fit. Mm-hmm. Don't love the name. But, no. Okay, Super Pow Fit. Not a ton of detail on the download page. It says, I am Paula Mayfield, personal trainer, nutrition coach, Zumba instructor, and I want to help you reach your fitness goals. All right. For $9.99 a month, she will try to help you. I scroll through some of the screenshots, see what there is going on in this app. There's personalized workouts, recipes, videos. Mm. Okay. So seems like a kind of top to bottom, holistic fitness plan and coaching program interesting so if you want to step up your fitness game this new year check out super pal fit nice all right that is it that is 90 day by the way i think it's time i think it's time to talk about the first 90 day episode of the year sunday night 90 day fiance (laughs) season 10 episode 12 i almost forgot it's been so long it's been too it's been so long all right episode 12 let's start with Robin Sophie. Rob the knob. Sophie. Yeah. Things are still not good. No. Just to quickly recap, this is po this is post the sex shop fight. Like immediately post, like car ride home. Yeah. yeah. So this is the last thing we saw. Them getting into an argument at the sex shop because one of the clerks offered to do a threesome yeah. with them. And, and Rob didn't immediately shoot it down. Yeah. Here's the thing. They never resolve their issues ever. They just seem to kind of move on. They sweep it under the rug and they just mm-hmm. say, all right, well, let's let's just forget about it. The, the root of the issue is never resolved. And that's why they continually have issues. Oh, yeah, for sure. This fight started and then ended very quickly when they said, let's just move past this. Right. It's going to come back and bite them in the ass eventually. All these things that you sweep under the rock, yeah. it's going to come back. Uh, 100%. But I guess there's no time to work through these issues because they're going to have a visitor very soon. Yes. Before they do, Rob needs to learn what cooking means because mm. putting pizza in the oven is not cooking together. Let me just put it out there. Was that what he was doing? I thought that I saw pots and pans. And well, she was cooking couple, and she said, this is the first chairs. time This is the first time we're cooking together in the apartment. And Rob said, that's not true. We cooked uh, before. Oh. Bro. Eh. Bro. Eh. What do you consider? I mean, so are you saying that today when I put the pizza in the oven for you. It was us cooking together. Not together, but you cooked. <laughs> but you cooked. That's not cooking. That's putting frozen pizza in the oven. Here's the difference. It's cooking because it would be inedible 
without putting it in the oven. If if it was already cooked and then you put it back in the oven, you're reheating. But this wasn't reheat. You had to cook the pizza. First it probably all, said on the box. It probably said cook for. 20 minutes. It said bake for so 21 baked, minutes. You were baking. Even better. Look at yeah, you. Yeah, but that's, that's just, he is such a knob and he <laughs> bothers me so much. Yes. Oh, I, I agree with you, but he he was hanging out by her side. What more do you expect from Rob? Yeah, and he's trying to make the kitchen better, saying, well, you can cook here and sit on the sit on the bed exactly. while you're peeling the potatoes. Like, what's exactly. better than that? Exactly, it's very convenient. Well, you do. Hey, not to take Rob's side too much, but you loved that we moved to a different apartment where the living room was closer to the kitchen, so that I could relax on the couch while you were cooking and we could still talk. So you basically are making the same point that Rob was making. True, but if I had to sit on the bed while I'm peeling the potatoes. I would have an issue. Yeah. Yeah, I would too. Well, they that's have a why, big... That, I'm just going to say, that's why in college, you stick to ramen. Rob's in a dorm room. Just stick to ramen. You don't. Not, well, in your 30s, you got to put something decent in your body here and there, not just ramen. Okay. You need some protein. Okay. So, But they have, a, they have a bigger issue than this, besides all the issues they have. Yes. Sophie's mom is going to land in 30 minutes, and Rob is not that happy about it. Mother Claire. Yeah. And he says, well, she doesn't know when to shut up. And this is very disrespectful, talking about your fiancé's mom. Your mother-in-law, in in a sense. Yeah, Yeah. you you may dislike her, but don't be disrespectful. Yeah. Um, luckily mom got a hotel. I was nervous. She was going to try to stay with them. uh, No. (laughs) Little Charlie and the Chocolate Factory bed situation. And let me ask you this, right? So they, they get to the hotel. Mom's here. Mom Claire. Mom Claire is Tanya from Mm. the White Lotus. The way she speaks, the way she looks. Tanya with a British accent. Yes. I, I was mind blown. Just listen to the things she says. Hmm. What she says or how she says it? Both. Okay. Just, uh, she seems to live outside of reality a little bit. I think so. So 100%. If she was, if her hair was blonde, Tanya. (laughs) Tanya. I I thought she was going to be a bit posher than she was. I thought we'd see her staying at the Four Seasons. Well, okay. That's what I'm trying to figure it out. Sophie seems to come from money. Her London apartment was very nice, and London's very expensive, right? Yeah. I think it must be coming from her dad. It's got to be dad. And I think they're divorced, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure how posh mom is, but she had some work done, the big eyelashes, the oh, fake she, she, lips. Like, she carries herself well. Yeah. But I just thought that's the hotel we would stay at if we were in that area. I did not expect posh Claire to be staying at that hotel. Yeah, I feel like that's an airport hotel. It did, it did look. And right? that's my other question. Is like, why didn't they go to the airport and pick her up? I don't know. Because, where, okay. Where Thank would she you. sit in that car? Where would she sit in the car? <laughs> exactly. exactly. She, she could hold up the trunk instead of that wooden block. <laughs> no, that's a good point. So they're all hanging out and Claire brings up the wedding and she wants to be involved. She wants to help out. She's curious about the old something, the something old, something new, something. I didn't do that. 
huh? I didn't do that. No, my no. suit was blue. Yes. Um, old uh-huh. and new for sure. I'm sure there was. My dress was new. Mm-hmm. Old. Uh, my grandma was there. <laughs> <laughs> something borrowed. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure something was borrowed. I don't know. I didn't borrow anything. It wasn't intentional, though. We didn't do the, like, intentionally do old, new, borrowed yeah. blue. But I'm sure we could check it all off if we actually thought about it. Yeah. Something else we didn't do. You didn't throw a bouquet, did you? No. I loved my bouquet. Yeah, don't throw that. You- no. And I I think I only had two single girls that at the time, two of my friends. No, that's not true. Yes. You had family who's younger, but still single. No, who? Oh. Your cousins. Yeah. I don't think a 15-year-old should be... Ca- of course. They were younger at the time. They were like uh, 13. Uh, I thought they were like 15, 16. No. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. That would be silly. Okay. Either way, you didn't throw it. You held on to that. that yeah, bouquet. I had a beautiful bouquet. Actually, I re- I'm i not a flower girl, but I really like my bouquet. Yeah. If If you did throw it, though... I don't think our moms would wrestle over it, which is the issue here that Claire says, oh, yeah, I'll knock who I'll knock whoever over to get the bouquet. Yeah. And Rob has zero sense of humor. We know it. Oh, yeah. But he kind of gets a little offended that Claire was joking, knocking his mom to the floor. I mean, yeah, it's a it's, it's a British humor. Like, it's which? a little a little <laughs> aggressive, but Rob is like, yeah, my mom is a little tiny lady. She's not aggressive. Yeah. But well, Claire a- took it that he's saying she's aggressive. Right, right. They're, they were starting from a point, though, where the water was boiling and it was simmering, and now it's starting to boil over. Like, it wasn't like they were on great terms. And then no. All of a sudden- and, and the first thing Claire said to Rob, she hugged him and said, you're stealing my baby. I'll kill you if you hurt her. Yeah. yeah. How, how about, hey, guys, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> the yeah. good old, how are you? Yeah, a little bit shot out of a cannon. They're both sort of. Well, because he's an idiot, and she knows it, and she feels like her daughter is choosing someone who's not good for her which we all know sure but she at the same time is an adult so mom's trying to open her eyes but that's all she can do yeah well it doesn't get any better when the next day they go and check out rob's place the only thing people can say the only compliment people can give is like well the courtyard's lovely everyone that's everyone's reaction yep a really nice court. It's like a oh, really nice view, really nice courtyard, but the actual place of living. How many people live there? I would love to know because we've never seen any neighbors. That's a good point. Or is it just him? No. With the bathroom outside? No, it can't be. That's got to be a shared. It's got to be a shared. It's at least it's a multifamily for sure. I don't. I don't know. Rob calls it a humble house. A humble abode. Yeah. yeah, it's a saying. You've heard it before, I'm sure. I have, yeah, but is that what it is? Very humble. Emphasis on the <laughs> humble. Yeah. Well, mom is not loving this, and she wants to know if it's safe. And Rob is like, yeah, totally safe. And Sophie says, well, we heard gunshots outside two days ago. Yeah, it was just someone having fun in their backyard. Just shooting off a couple rounds in their backyard. Nothing to worry about here. 
And uh, no. Mom is not happy about this. This is not what she envisioned for her daughter. The, the only thing nice about this place is the courtyard. And you don't want to sit in the courtyard because your neighbor is firing off guns. Horrible. Yeah. So then mom, I think, has reached her wit's end. And she just kind of lets it fly. She's like, a real man would say they can't live like this and would step up and figure out how to find a better spot. Well, she made a good point about, like, you knew she was scumming for two years. Why didn't you get a second job or a job? A job. A I job yeah. to begin with. And try to save up some money so you guys can at least move to a one-bedroom in a little better neighborhood that has a bathroom inside. I don't think it's that difficult, right? No. We've seen freaking Sam who had issues with all kinds of issues works at Amazon. He works so much that he sleeps in his car to save up money. Oh, yeah. If like, you, Rob is just a lazy asshole. He's a lazy knob. Yeah, he. I think he thinks he's above manual labor, above hard work. He's a model. He's a rapper. He's an actor. And he can't be bothered working at a warehouse. But, yes, that's exactly what you need to do to set yourself up to have that posh life that you eventually want to have. Yeah, or... A normal people life, right? Sure. You don't have to be posh. I don't think living in a one-bedroom apartment with a bathroom inside is that crazy. No, it's not. But I'm saying if he wants to live this posh Hollywood lifestyle, okay. But you can't, you don't just immediately jump to that. You got to work your way up. And so that's fine to have goals and ambitions. Emphasis on work. Yeah. He needs to work. And so I'm a team mom. Like she, I'm glad she said it because he needs to hear it. Him. Obviously, in a rap fashion, flips yeah. and starts saying, well, you've never been at the bottom. You don't know what it feels like. It's like, bro, no one's making you be at the bottom. You put yourself at the bottom right now. Well, not necessarily. Right it's, now, he is not working. Why isn't he working? Right. I'm not, I wouldn't say he put himself at the bottom necessarily. That could have been the circumstances he was born into. But he's keeping himself at the bottom by not... Well, that's what, I was that's what I was trying to say. Obviously, yeah. if you are born to an unfortunate situation, there is nothing you can do with it as a kid, right? Yeah. He's not a kid. And he is not even a super young adult that he just finished high school. He doesn't know what to do with his life. He is in his 30s. Yeah, at 32 years old. At 32 years old, dude, work, work, yeah. any, any job. I know, and I kind of thought he had one, and that's just me, I guess, thinking, sure, most adults go to work, but when Rob said, well, what haven't I done that I should have done? So if he says, you didn't get a job, and he doesn't push back on that, he doesn't rebut that, so I'm like, oh, shit, you've just been sitting around not working? I think he probably does random modeling whatever jobs, but Maybe. I don't think he has a stable job. Or I bet you as soon as he signed the contract for 90 day, he's like, I'll be making a thousand bucks an episode for this. Why would I get a job now? Mm. He's definitely not hustling as, as hard as he could be. And that's why he's in this situation. He's not hustling at all. I don't think so. From what we've seen, I don't, I don't From think so. From what we've seen, correct. So Rob gets fired up, pissed off. He pushes the mosquito net to the side and, and storms out. And that's where the segment ends for them. It's tough because Claire and Sophie are tag teaming, right? They're, it's two against one at this point, And Rob is not going to respond to that. Correct. But 
they're making a valid point. Oh, he should have. He should have worked. He should have saved that money. He should have tried. And I get it. It's not that easy. But coming from someone who did have freaking three or four jobs just so I could live in New York City and I could pay for school, I could pay for my life, right? I hustled. I know what a hustle means. I worked seven days a week. I, so coming from me, I can say it. He is not hustling. No, he's not. But I don't want to hear that from my mother-in-law. So if Sophie wanted to tell me this, I would probably, if I'm Rob, I would probably still be upset to hear it and, and want to push back. But it'd be an easier pill to swallow from my fiance, not my fiance's mom. And so now it's both of them. I can understand why he's getting upset, but he he actually needs to step up and do something to change the situation. Yeah, I I think it's good that she said it. I know it. Yeah. Pissed him off. But what doesn't piss him off? Right. Everything pisses him off. Right. right. He got pissed off that she asked for a duvet after she woke up. <laughs> she said, give me an hour. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on. Uh, not much more of a cheery storyline on this next one. I, I usually rely on Gino and Jasmine to bring the laughter and the fun. This was a little bit of a somber segment it was and i learned something that i didn't know yeah well i think we all did so gino and jasmine they're in miami they're still living it up they quickly did salsa lessons we saw gino was much better than yeah probably practicing much much better than he was the last time we saw him but then the next morning we we catch up with them at the pier and they're taking selfies. They're doing videos. They want to send it to Juanse because Juanse loves seeing the videos of Miami. Juanse loves Papa Gino. He's a father figure. And that that triggers Gino to say, you know what? I don't just I don't want to just be a, a bonus dad for Juanse. I'd like to have my own child. Yes. And Jasmine gets a little emotional and says, I um I don't know if I want another kid. I don't know if I want to go, go through it. And tells the cameras that Gina doesn't know what she went through, how she felt, right? Yeah. But then she opens up and she says that she has Juanse and then she has another child. JC. Who is, JC, who is special needs. Yeah, he's, he's nonverbal. She says it's hard for him to communicate. Yes, and she feels like it's her fault, which is horrible. I feel for Jasmine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's obviously not her. It's nobody's fault. I wonder if that's why she split up with her ex, if that was just too much. Sure. I mean, we've heard it's obviously very difficult on the parents and it can cause some tension between parents. And and I don't know if it is or it isn't. And not here to question Jasmine's parenting at all. But it's interesting to me that she has kind of, I don't want to say run away, but she's it seems like she's been distant from her children the past couple of seasons. We haven't seen them. Maybe she wants to protect them from the camera. And now she's coming to the States and saying she wants to bring them. So, okay, that's good. But yeah, maybe she just needed, she needed some space too. She needed some time for herself. Also, she mentioned that they have a joint custody. How is that going to work? I think... Dad's just going to have to be okay with the kids being in the States. I guess. That's what it comes down to. Just because you have joint custody doesn't mean like you forever have to share a 50-50. One of the parents can be like, nope, I'm going to 
give you all the rights. I guess. My friend, you know her, I don't want to name her, but they have a couple of kids and they put it in their prenup that if they divorce, that the kids would stay with her. Huh. Yeah, sure. You can do that too. Wild. Yeah. So uh, Jasmine was emotional, understandably. This was this was hard to watch because it's one of those real moments. You get so caught up in these reality TV shows. Just, eh, it's all just nonsense and garbage and manufactured drama. And then you go, oh, well, this is real. This is a real human moment. I think 90 Day is real. I think when it, some of these guys, when they get on multiple spinoffs, there might be some fabricated drama sure. here and there, right? But most of it is real. Yeah, yeah. But I just mean like this is real, real. Like this is heavy, heavier shit True. than just Rob being a knob and not wanting a job. And I feel like, like the Dr. way Seuss ja- over here. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I think the way Jasmine feels, plenty of women feel. You, you're you afraid of having a child because what if? Yeah, and, and I forget, she's not that old. She's, she's 38. No. 36. 36. Gino is so old and <laughs> well, he's not, but he's, he's, mid, not. he's mid-50s. Um, but if a woman was in her mid-50s, obviously be, this conversation would not even be happening. Yeah. Um, but she's young enough to have another kid, but she is nervous, understandably, and I was happy with the way Gino responded. He was very supportive and understanding, but he still wants to have a child. Yeah, and I get that. However, he needs to work too. Like if (laughs) she's going to bring two kids over and you're going to have another baby, someone needs to be making some money over there. Uh, Yeah, I forgot. He's on a sabbatical. (laughs) Quit his job to spend time with Jasmine. So we'll see. Man, I... I would love to see them have a child of their own, but could you imagine a baby Gino? <laughs> it's probably going to be born with a hat. <laughs> be born with a hat. <laughs> I would but love to see that. This ended nicely. They they hugged and they said they're happy. They have each other. And I, I'm glad that you see these snippets of their actual love because oh, they, yeah. they've been through so much shit. There is still one thing hanging in the air. She's still uh, not being super honest with him. Dane? Yeah. The money? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll see. They got bigger fish to fry at this point. But yeah, this is this is a one of those couples where a year ago I was like, she's using him. There's no way. Yeah. What what would she be doing with a guy like Gino? And then you see this and you go, No, they do love each other. There's really love here. Well, we also seen her in so many situations that and she said it herself that I need someone like Gino in my life because she she gets crazy and jealous over Gino. Totally. Like if she was dating someone who is younger and harder and have probably more options, she, oh, she yeah. would not be able to handle it. Yeah. No, I think they're good for each other. <laughs> oh, yeah. In, in some strange way. All right. Let's move on. Let's let's talk about Sam and Citra. So Citra had just found out Sam might go to jail because he forgot to file the paperwork. Ooh, what? An, well, that's. Come on, man. I get it. You had a tough life. You seem to put it back together slowly, step by step. And you forgot to file the paperwork. This is the dumbest shit ever. If he goes to jail, he should go to jail for being an idiot. Yeah, the guys on this season are not really doing a lot for, for men. No. Not really making us proud over here as And men. I was kind of rooting for him because I 
I get it. I've he's been through a lot in his life, and he seems to find someone who accepts him for who he is, right? Mm-hmm. So, and I, he works hard. He seems to be trying his best. Sure. So I was, I was kind of team Sam, but dude, this is such a failure on your, on your part. And he at least gets it. He at least says, there is no one I can blame for this but myself. Yeah. So uh, Teresa doesn't accept Sam's behavior. Citra does though. Citra says, our love is strong enough. We've waited long enough for this visa. I'm going to stand by Sam. Well, hopefully he won't be in jail because I don't even know how that would work. You, If you, if they got married and you filed the paperwork and then it says that he's in jail, I don't know if the immigration would even approve of that. Yeah. And again, I ask at every episode, how long would he go for? Because if he goes for 30 days, okay. Right. If True. he's going to be in there for six, 12 months, yeah. that's a little bit of a different story. For sure. I think... It's a good reminder for all of you guys who were not very familiar with the whole visa. Getting a K-1 visa doesn't mean that you have a green card and you can stay in the U.S. It's just the first step that you get approved to get married. In 90 days. Yeah. And get the green card going. That can create other hiccups. Which so, part? Which part? Applying for the green card. Oh, of course. I'm, sa- I'm just saying... Getting uh, the K-1 visa doesn't mean that you will get the green card. No, definitely not. It's a first step. And they got a K-1 maybe before Sam had this run-in with the law. And now when they go to apply for a green card, they might look and go, oh, well, your sponsor is a criminal. Yeah. Depending on what the crime is. And yeah, we're not going to approve this. Exactly. I have a little bit of tea. I I hope it's not any crazy spoiler. Spill. Skip ahead like 60 seconds if you're... If you don't want a spoiler at all, but Sam's brother mm-hmm. is in a relationship with Citra's sister. What? Yeah. Are you serious? They're, they're at least boyfriend and girlfriend. There are rumors that they're engaged. <laughs> so here's the spoiler. And again, skip ahead 10, 15 seconds. Skip ahead if you don't want the spoiler. Apparently they met at the wedding. So uh, the wedding is going to take place. She flew. Uh, I, I wish you didn't tell me. Well, we knew the wedding was going to happen. Really? I didn't think so. I really? Was, there was a part of me that I thought dad will bring her back to Indonesia no, after I, he finds out about Sam. No, I knew the wedding was going to come on. The, 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 their storyline would end in like an episode. If True. There was no wedding. So, okay. Forget about dad, though. First, we got to meet mom. Time to meet Citra's, or time for Citra to meet Sam's mom. Yeah, Didi. Woo, this is D-Day. I mean, <laughs> this was this is everything you want in a meeting when you're watching it from the comfort of your couch. If you're going through this meeting, this is not exactly what you well, want. Well, Citra's ready. She's bringing her the spicy dish she cooked. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, all right, let's meet mom. Sam brings up and tells us, well... My mom can, and his words, my mom can get crazy. My mom is crazy. Mom's watching Newsmax. Mom's on the dark web. Mom's, yes, getting caught up in some conspiracy theories, I'm going to say. He is, him saying mom is crazy, did he say that maybe mom has some issues? Like Uh, double personality, what do you call it? Maybe, depends if you're talking about multiple personalities, schizophrenia. Yeah. Well, he said she's very religious and loves to preach, but doesn't necessarily follow the word. Like, so she talks the talk, but doesn't walk the walk. And 
he's especially nervous because mom may have some preconceived notions about Muslims. Yes. So that's what we're walking into. We're also walking into Dee Dee rocking a Rugrats shirt. Ooh, yeah. So one of my favorite Nicktoons when I was eight years old. I used to watch it too. <laughs> really? But I was a little older. I was like in my early teens. I knew the lady that voiced. Oh, really? Uh, I think the mom. Oh, really? Yeah. I loved watching it. It's great. Tommy, yeah. Pickles. Yeah, Tommy was my favorite baby. Yeah, it was everyone. Was just, Tommy was the star of the show. But <laughs> Dee Dee still loves Was Dee Dee a rug rat? Was that? Was Dee Dee like the mom? What? Hmm. I'm just trying to think because Dee Dee is Sam's mom. Yeah. I, I thought there was a character on Rugrats called Dee Dee maybe. I don't think so. Anyways. That makes sense why she was still wearing that shirt. Well, besides Dee Dee. His oh grandma. Treba? Treba? Something like that. Yeah, grandma was definitely there. And grandma didn't even know he's getting married. Because he says, Grandma, you're of course invited to the wedding. She's like, well, who's the wedding? Who's, who's getting married? It's like, I am. We are. Yeah. Well, not if Dee Dee has anything to say about it. Because she asks, are you going to have a Muslim ceremony? And they will. Of course, they're still trying to find a mosque. Yeah. But yes, that's the plan. And mom tells the cameras, Didi, um, I, I would love to see her and her family serving the same God as I do. What does it even mean, Didi? I, Didi lost me and she was like, maybe there are some things you shouldn't marry into. I'll be blunt. I'm just going to say it, witchcraft. It's <laughs> <was> like, wait, <laughs> what? Didi? <laughs> That's like a hard yeah. left. Oh, I can I can definitely see her on Facebook and oh, doing all she, the conspiracy <laughs> theories and living living by the rules. She's Didi's resharing a lot of things on oh, Facebook. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> Very involved in the Facebook communities, um, but she doesn't want Sam to convert. Yeah, and but overall the meeting went well. But Didi said, "I'll be praying for a little different outcome than the wedding." I was yes, I was. Pleasantly surprised that Dee Dee minded her manners and, and kept most of her thoughts to herself. I'm sure she'll be speaking her mind on Facebook later. But <laughs> she did say to the camera, she's like, how do I go to a wedding I don't approve of? I approve of them, but not of the Muslim faith. So it's Get pretty, over yourself, Dee Dee. It's pretty clear that she doesn't support this uni- union. Well, luckily, alien believing dad supports. Oh, yeah. He even asked to go to the mosque. Man, I would love to go to that family reunion. <laughs> Dee Dee and Dad and Treba and, and Sam and Sam's brother. Yeah, sign me up for that backyard barbecue. Well, I'm wondering now when you... I'll bring my tinfoil hat. When you shared a little spoiler alert. Yeah, don't spoil again in case people... No, but I'm it. curious if that's going to affect any upcoming 90-day seasons. That's... That's the hypothesis. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll head to Moldova. Yes. All right, we'll take a quick break. You'll hear from our sponsors, and we'll be back in a second. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. 
Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. There's something I've been meaning to tell you. What is it? One of my dreams. One of my dreams has been to have a threesome with two women. (laughs) (laughs) Really? No, but Justin, Igor, whatever. This is not the time to share that dream when Nikki's already pissed at you for having sex friends. Yes, and she says she feels betrayed and she feels like a sugar mama. And they're leaving the weekend getaway, the winery, right? A little Mm -hmm. earlier because of all the fighting, but they're on the way back to Justin's apartment. And Nick is not liking what he told her. No. And then he goes from telling her that, yeah, I banged some friends while we were long distance to it's always been a dream of mine to have a threesome with with two women. And Nikki doesn't know if he's trying to get a reaction out of her or if he's being serious. Apparently, it's a thing that he sometimes tries to get her upset. Oh, I think he's being serious. Oh, he's being so serious. But I do wonder, is he trying to get her so upset that she ends things, that she breaks up with him Mm. and then he doesn't look like the bad guy who couldn't take it and broke up with her and hurt her and devastated her? Maybe he's trying to get her to break up with him. And that's why he just doesn't care and says all these ridiculous things. She already tried it a few times. All he had to do is to let her go. I don't think he wants to let her go because who bought him the BMW? Who fixed his bathroom in his apartment? The sugar mama. The sugar mama. Exactly. Not his sex friends. No. two Two different things. So they get back to the apartment and Nikki needs to talk to him they need to sit down and have an actual conversation <laughs> did you see justin cuddling that huge stuffed bird <laughs> yes. like, how can i have a serious conversation when you've got a stuffed animal between your arms but oh my gosh this was wild nikki tells him Woo! <laughs> like I, i'm not trying to experiment i've done it in my 20s i've done it with two girls two guys <laughs> all in Three guys in Paris, that was the max. Talk about like, an Eiffel Tower. I was like, whoa. I even had three guys fuck me in Paris. TMI, Nikki, TMI. TMI. That's why he was hugging the stuffed bird, because he just learned something. <laughs> Serenity now. Ooh. Yeah. So he's, because he's talking about the, the threesome and he wants to spice things up. I feel like if a guy wants to bring another girl into the relationship before you're even married, that's a bad sign. Like, unless you're poly and that's going to be your lifestyle. Yeah. If you're just dating someone and you're like, we should probably bring a third in, then you're not satisfied with just the two of you. And that's going to be a problem from that point forward. I guess. I would think, unless again, you're poly and like, that's just going to be, you're not going to do it once. You can't just do it once and be done. I don't think, unless you just really want to, Crossed off your bucket list. A lot of people do it once, I guess. With your husband or wife? I don't know. I don't know either. And now you got me thinking. I, <laughs> I just feel like you shouldn't need to spice things up before things have even gotten started. True. If, that, like, if you're not fulfilled with your partner and you're looking to bring others in, I feel like maybe you're not that fulfilled. That's, that's a good point. I don't know. Could be wrong. 
What do I know? Anyways, <laughs> new day. Uh, Justin's going out with his friend so Nikki can call her mom. Yes. And Nikki and her mom seem to have a very close relationship because she's telling mom everything. All about, about Justin's wandering penis. Everything. And mom is outraged. Oh, she's absolutely not. Tell him to get over whatever it is he desires. And this is not going to make for a happy relationship. Well, here's the issue. They're supposed to have the engagement ceremony in a few days. Mm -hmm. Nikki isn't sure if she even wants that. And mom says, you don't have to do it. Bringing back to my initial point, why are they on this season? Um... This is the idea OG. He should be in the U.S. They yeah. should be ha- having all these issues in Hoboken, not yeah. in Moldova. You're right. That's before the 90 days. Maybe they had, maybe they were like scrounging for couples because you saw how fast Nick and Devin ended. Maybe they, Oh, yeah. Right? They're, um, they got to be done. I don't think we're going to see them again. They got married. Yeah, I, something happened there. Something definitely happened. All the something faces happened. being blurred and they're yeah. off. And, something well, happened. They were on for a total of five episodes maybe. Yeah, five minutes. Five minutes of fame. Yeah, maybe they were just scrounging and saying, well, I know this doesn't totally fit the construct, but we mm. need another couple. Well, I've read somewhere that they have a lot of applicants for the show every year. A lot of duds, probably. Like You True. still need some excitement. You need something to keep the viewers interest. You can't just have, oh, well, they fit the bill. Well, they're an international couple. They're gonna True. Got to be somewhat juicy. Well, so, Justin's meeting Yvonne, his <laughs> think, friend. Yvonne and Andre went to the same school. They Yeah, they, they have the same look. Not even that. They have the same mindset, I and think. And the same accent. Well... Justin's telling him what happened, and Igor, I mean, Igor, Justin, Ivan wants to know if Justin was with other women before they got engaged, and he says, of course I was with other women, I'm a man. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? So before you get engaged, it's okay to be with other women because you are a man, Igor? Well, I think he's saying we've all got sexual desires, and he had to... Take matters into his own hand. True, but so that relationship meant nothing then. No, of course. It shows how, how not serious he was about that. Yeah. He was he was leaving his options open, I think. He was taking all the benefits of being with Nikki, the money, the cars, the everything. Vacations. The support, the vacations. But he was leaving his options open. Who knew? True. Who knew if the visas would work? Who knew if she would come and see you, if things would work between you two? So I think he was playing the field a little bit, but also, and again, not to defend him, a long distance relationship is tough, right? I get it. But if you love someone and you have, I've never done it, so I can't really tell. I don't, I feel like at this point of our relationship, if you had to go somewhere for a few months, sure, it's fine. We would visit each other, right? Or Mm -hmm. myself. But when you're just dating someone, it's tough, but you can make it work if you want. You can totally make it work. I think for me, it's more the fact that they don't have trust. Nikki was not truthful with Justin from the, oh, yeah. from the start. So you're in a long distance relationship. If there's one thing you need in a long distance relationship, it's trust. True. And that was broken a long time ago. A long time ago. And so I don't know if it's a, well, you lied to me, I'm going to lie to you, or I'm going to do something behind your back. But. 
either way, it's not good. It's not healthy. It's not going to make for a healthy relationship. No. But he did it. And he, he, for some reason, he thinks it's fine to do. Well, he said that they weren't serious at that point. They were just trying to see if things will work. But they were applying for a visa, to Nikki's point. That's pretty serious. That is serious. Oh. So, yes, you weren't engaged. But if you're going for a K-1 yeah. visa, you're you're as good as engaged, I would say. For sure. So oh, my he gosh. Was, he was out of line. Yeah. Well, but here we go again. Here is his big issue. And that's why they need to end things. Because he cannot get over the fact that she was born as a man. Right. She's Every- a w- she's a female now. She's a woman. Okay, th- and that's fine. I don't think he wrapped his mind around it as he says he did because he says, "Well, um, I just feel like I'm not dealing with a woman. I'm dealing with her masculine side." Right. And even like we've all got a spectrum of emotions and behaviors, and it doesn't matter. But he's always going to think about. The fact that she wasn't born a woman, even if that's not what is the argument at hand, even if that's not what's truly causing the issue, his first reaction is going to be like, well, you were born a man and that's why this is happening to us. He's not going to be able to get over it, I don't think. He keeps bringing it up. It's continually an issue for him. Oh, yeah, of course it is, because he is very much heterosexual or is he? And I think he's trying to figure it out. I think in his mind it's, oh, I'm a heterosexual guy. Why am I attracted to someone who used to be a man? Even though she's a woman now, he's only known her as a woman, right? Mm-hmm. The fact that I think the fact that she lied to him and That's then told conf- him, I think it really messed him it's up. Be very confusing. For I him. think he is very confused and he's trying to make sure that he is the man. So Anything she does that my, let's say if I did it, you would never think I'm being masculine. Exactly. That's my point. Yes. Well said. That's what I was trying to say is it's always going to go back to that. Yeah. Even if that's not. Yeah. So even if she raises her voice, he might be like, oh, whoa, whoa. Like that's a little too masculine. Right. Just because it sits in his head. Right. Yvonne says women are naturally manipulative, which is interesting because now he's using the defense that, well, she's a woman. Yeah. But Justin is saying, well, she is showing her masculine side. She was born a man. This is the issue. And Yvonne's going, well, women are manipulative and it'll never end unless you stop it. So you need to display your masculine side. He said, you need to out masculine her. Show your show your strong side. Yeah, this this is not good. No, it's again, it's just it's two people who are, are not. On the same page here. They're not at all. At odds with each other every day for whatever reason. They're not getting along. They they don't see the same future for themselves, I don't think. No. Justin wants to involve other women. Nikki's already done that. Like they're just not on the same page. No. We'll see what's going to happen with these lovebirds, if they're going to have the engagement ceremony or not. Very yeah. curious about that. Very curious. All right. Shall we move on? Let's move on to Ashley and Manuel. And? Jonathan. Jonathan. <laughs> Manuel's best friend who lives in New York City is coming to visit. Yes. They haven't seen each other in six years. But Ashley is actually the one who invited Jonathan to come to Rochester 
because Manuel isn't getting along with her friends. Mm-hmm. He's kind of alone. He doesn't speak the language. So here comes Jonathan. Yeah, let's bring a fellow Ecuadorian. You guys can go out, unwind, speak Spanish. I think this was this was a good intention from Ashley. Yeah. I also think she wants someone who's now been a little Americanized mm-hmm. to take her side and be like, see, it's not crazy. He's got 20 pairs of shoes too. Yeah. So, and and yeah. that's good. He, Manuel needs to hear because for him, all he needs is five shirts in his closet <laughs> and make sure that he takes care of his family. It's great. But I think a lot of people don't realize that clothes, you can buy stuff and clothes very cheap in the U.S. if you want to. Yeah. I don't think you have a lot of these options outside of the U.S., Especially in a country like Ecuador, I don't think they have TJ Maxx. I don't know. But you make a good point. I think he was just trying to make the statement that you you can live a simpler life. You don't have to get caught up in buying a bunch of different things, whether it is 10 T-shirts or 20 shoes. Like, we don't need surplus. No, we don't. But to... Uh, to defend Ashley, if you work hard and you can afford it, then why not? Oh, 100%. I freaking love shopping. I should shop less, but I love it. 100%. Uh, Manuel's whole argument, his point when he's talking to Jonathan is Ashley never suffered hardships. And so that's her problem is that she doesn't know the value of a dollar, I guess, which is kind of crazy. And you don't, I don't think everyone's got their own issues mm-hmm. to deal with. You can't count someone else's money or count someone else's problems. And he's just being selfish and, and thinks his hardships are the only hardships that matter. Yeah, but I'm glad that Jonathan is trying to open his eyes saying, dude, it's okay. I have 20 pairs of shoes in my <laughs> closet. It's If I want to buy something, well, you just buy it. I don't know where you're keeping 20 pairs of shoes in New York City, Jonathan. It's very true. But good for you. So then, New Day, we see all of them at a cafe. Well, Ashley wants to know, how was last night? What did you guys talk about? Did you talk about me? Well, how, how was the outing? Yeah, she really wants to pick Jonathan's brain about Manuel's issue with her spending her money. She wants to know, did that come up? How did you guys address that situation? Yeah, and Manuel brings back the fact that he needs to take care of his family and now it's on Ashley because he cannot work and that she should be okay with it. Jonathan said, it's okay to also have fun. Yeah. And that's great advice. And it's so true. Work hard, play hard. Yeah, right? for sure. Save a little, spend a little. Manuel keeps playing the whole, I care about other people. You only care about yourself, right? It's so easy to be generous with other people's money. Manuel, Mm -hmm. he keeps saying, oh, yeah, you don't give enough money. You spend it all on yourself. It's her money. It's very easy for you to be generous with her money, isn't it, Manuel? But it's not your money. Very true. So that's what rubs me the wrong way. You if you wanted to take care of your family, I said it before, should have stayed in Ecuador for a few more months, worked a little bit harder, put that money aside and then said, here you go. I'm going to the States Here's here's some cash, and once I can work, I'll be sending you money again. Yeah, and Ashley brings up a good point. She says, 
I pay for everything, including sending money to his family. I am the only one who who sponsors him. I didn't need a co-signer. I pay for literally everything. And she gets so emotional that she needs to walk away. That's a that's a great point too, which I don't think we address enough, is she's paying for him in the States to bring him to the States yeah. while they're together in the States, food, housing. Yeah. So she's sending money to his family by way of supporting him. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I, I don't think about that enough. I just think about it as, yeah, she's spending her money on herself, but she's also spending it all on him and do, then sending money to his family. Do we know what she does for a living? I know she's got some like witch business. Guess. I don't know if that's full time, but I, uh, online she's offering courses, teachings, podcasts. Huh. Yeah. yeah. Dee, Dee would well, not be thrilled about that. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's doing something because it depends on the state, but sponsoring someone, you need to earn a certain amount of money to be able to bring another person to the U.S. It's not a tremendous amount. It's I remember not, when it was Nicole and Hazen, I think it was like $28,000 or something. Well, it depends... On the state. Florida's cheaper than New York. I would imagine. So Ashley gets fired up because he's saying she doesn't support me. She does. She just doesn't want to support your whole family. And so she gets up and leaves the table. Yeah. The previews are kind (sighs) of spicy because this is how they resolve issues. They bang it out. Yeah. We bang it out so hard, so good, but we still have issues. It's like, yeah, because that doesn't solve anything. They got to bang it out in the coffee shop. All right. One more? I think so. Okay, let's go to San Diego and 59 days without sex. (laughs) TLC getting sassy. (laughs) That guy around TLC coming in hot. Yeah, they're still in San Diego at that posh Airbnb. Annalise still upset about how things went down the night before with Clayton's friend, but he apologizes. Okay. He should also apologize for putting mayo on a bagel. Ew. Oh, was that mayo on a bagel? I think it was mayo. It was definitely mayo. I think it was a bagel too. It wasn't cream cheese? I think it was mayo. I'm pretty sure it was mayo. You do you. Ew. I guess. Ew. Um, Annalise accepts the apology. I'm glad she does because- Clayton is so socially awkward, right? He's been so he's awkward. been locked in his bedroom for 10 plus years playing video games. He's not going to be the smoothest guy when he's out having dinner and drinks. He doesn't know necessarily societal norms or what's okay to mm-hmm. talk. Like he was nervous and he slipped and he apologized and she forgave him. And I'm glad that they can move on from that. For now. For now, until next time. Well, okay. She's going to stay the Airbnb, I guess, and he's going to hang out with Cameron. Why in the world are you doing dance lessons with your best friend you just met? Well, I thought I thought Cameron was going to step in and, and stand in for Annalie, but he just stood on the side and like cheered. This cracked me up so much because he was learning the... Typical Peruvian dances in the streets of San Diego. Yeah, but it was a nice thought. He's going to surprise Annalie on the wedding day. I like this. I guess. I don't know. I don't see your problem with it. I don't get why you're so offended by this. Why don't you take the lesson by yourself, dude? Well, 
He wants to spend time with his friend who he's never met before. He's going to make every second count. He probably needs someone to drive him there. He doesn't know anything about San Diego. Maybe Cameron knew of this class and hooked him up. I'm not... I'm not offended by it. I think it's a sweet gesture. I'm not offended. I just found it weird. Okay. Well, Clayton was really getting into it. So I think it was good for him. I think well, it was nice. They're chatting after and Cameron is a little concerned about their relationship because let's not forget that Anna's dad doesn't know anything about Clayton. Doesn't even know he exists. Yeah. That is the big question mark. And... Cameron thinks, well, I think the reason all this is happening, she's not telling dad, is because she's uncertain about you. And I believe that. Yeah, I, I guess she's got to be because the no sex, the not telling dad, there's yeah. definitely some uncertainty there. And don't say that, oh, it's because mommy's in the apartment. No, They're now you're in San Diego this- now, then they did the little getaway with all the alpacas, like... He took her out of the apartment that they could be just the two of them. Yeah. They still haven't banged. Yeah. No, there's something going on. She's either turned off or maybe it's another situation like we have on MAFs with Emily and Brennan. And there's just this this something. There's the ick for some reason. I don't think she finds him as attractive as she did when he came to visit her to Peru from America. 100%. That's a great point is in her mind... Here's this American guy who lives in America and doing big things, right? Doing it big. And then she goes and she sees the reality of the situation. And yep. what a boner kill to yeah. see that. You live yeah. with your, your mom and a couple of guinea pigs. Yeah, and, and some chihuahuas. He's a computer potato. Yeah. That's all he does. That's, that's such a turn off. Yeah, reality hit Annalie in the face. And then she yeah. Yeah, was turned off, to say the least. Oh, yeah. So... Cut back to the house. Clayton and Cameron are arriving, and Cameron just kind of wants to say goodbye to Anna Lee. So they do. He leaves. And Clayton planned a, a special dinner for them. Yeah, he's going to grill and bring, it up, bring up the dad. He's going to grill a steak and then grill Anna Lee and <laughs> find out why haven't you told your dad about me? Well, this does not go too well. No. Annalie was not happy to hear that Clayton and Cameron talked about well, this. But her reasoning don't make any sense because she says, you know, my dad is a nice, funny guy, but he's protective. He is overprotective. So if I told him now, it would be three times worse. What would be three times worse? You, <laughs> do you really think she, he would not allow you to get married? You're 26 years old. I, I hate to say it, but whether your dad approves or not approves, you are an adult. You, you can do, do what you, you want. You're exactly. In, you're in the States now, too. It's not like he's going to steal your passport yeah. and kidnap you, basically. So there is something else. The, the thing could be what Cameron is saying, which is she's just not that into you. Why even tell? Mm-hmm. Maybe she wanted to come assess the situation, see if this was see if this was something she really wanted to get involved with long term. And if it was, she would tell dad. But now she's realizing I don't want to. If she's not banging you, then I don't think she's interested in you long term. No. And here's the thing. Dad doesn't know he exists. It's not even that oh, okay, I have a boyfriend in America. I'm just going to visit him, right? Without telling dad about the engagement right. or a potential wedding. Dad doesn't know he exists. 
Right. I think it's going to be way worse the longer she waits. Oh, my god! To be like, yeah, so I haven't told you about this. I've been seeing this guy for years. It's going to be way worse than if it's like, hey, I just met this guy. Yeah. I'm going to see him. It's like, cool. Thanks for keeping me in the loop. Her plan of telling dad that she's in the States for work and then she's going to meet yeah. Clayton and tell dad, oh, I have a boyfriend. That's horrible. Yeah, especially because it's on TV. Exactly. <laughs> That's going to find out the truth. But Clayton thinks, well, I wonder if she's in danger somehow. And that's why she's not telling. What kind of a danger? What kind of danger? Doesn't make any sense. That's him know. trying to convince himself that things yeah. are fine. But Annalie gets pissed and she starts crying and walks away. Dinner is ruined. Mm. Yeah. Unsuccessful grilling. Yeah. It was kind of a shitty episode for most of these couples. Mm-hmm. No one's really getting stronger. No, but I I enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a lot of drama. A lot of drama. So hope you guys enjoyed watching. I hope you guys enjoyed listening. If you guys want to hear more, if you guys want to hear us talk about The Single Life, you can do that on Patreon and Supercast. Patreon.com slash Reality. MarriedToReality.Supercast.com. Not only are we talking about The Single Life on the family affair level, we do a monthly bonus we also did a Christmas bonus. Yeah. We did a little debate. We did a what's the better Christmas movie, Home Alone or Elf. And Elf. Uh, apparently a lot of you guys are drinking too much eggnog because <laughs> the poll is like 60% Elf and 40% Home Alone. Woo-hoo. I don't understand how that, that could be, but it is what it is. And so if you join the Patreon, if you join the Supercast, you can go back. There's hundreds and hundreds of episodes on there, all ad-free the business is cut out up front so you don't hear us talk about Instagram and Patreon and all that. Also, there's a chat feature on Patreon, which is fun. Speaking of chatting, come on to the Instagram, at Pod. Call in over there. You can chat with us over there. Yeah. We love to hear your guys' thoughts. Chat with us. You message guys, us. You guys are always Me. coming over with hot takes. <laughs> sharing yes. hot takes. So keep them coming. Keep sending in news stories if you got them. Some by the ways. I'd love to help. So that's Instagram at Pod. Patreon, Supercast. Also, if you haven't left a review, please do. You guys know we love, love a little belated holiday gift. If you could, if you leave a five-star review, we'll read it on this podcast right here. Absolutely. So shout out to Shay Shay. Yes. For her review. Thank you for Beautiful that. Beautiful review. Beautiful review. Um, and last but not least, make sure you're following the podcast. It's so easy to do. You just look down and smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot is the above mentioned awesome review from Shay Shay. Thank you, Shay Shay. Beautiful, beautiful way to kick off the year. I love it. Couldn't agree more. So there you go. That's the episode. Thank you so much. Again, single life, maths. It's all happening. We're all back. New year. Start the new year strong. New year who this? New year who this? It's us, John and Teresa. <laughs> all right. That is it. I've said it all. I've said it all. And too much, Teresa. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.